This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from inside the endless abyss that is 2020, <laughs> this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 551. Of cognitive dissonance, Cecil. And, uh, I don't know, man. Things seem to have gone from worse to shruggingly worse. Yeah. Like, like things have gotten worse, Cecil. Here's, here's what's unique about the last week. Things have gotten exponentially worse through complete and total inaction. Right, right. Uh, we, we, are at a, we are at a place right now where... 1,923 people died yesterday from the coronavirus. Uh And the president tweeted out something about an 85% lower mortality rate for COVID today. That's what he tweeted out. Today, we had the highest number of deaths that we have had since the beginning of this thing. 1,923 deaths in a single day. And the the president, the leader of our country, tweeted out about how great the medicines were and that mortality was down 85%. You know what's what's insane to me about the president and his current state is that of hiding. we have a guy who has not met with any kind of coronavirus officials for a long time, any of the briefing task force or anything. They've said it's months since he's met with them. He hasn't really left the fucking White House. Like you just said, he's hiding, right? Um, why does he want to be president? Still, I, you know, man, if he doesn't want to do the fucking job right now, why, why do you want it in fucking 62 days or whatever it is from now? Why do you want it then? I have no idea. Like, you know, I've thought about this with Trump specifically, but then just like fucking rich people in general, like once I'm rich, I'm not going to work anymore. I don't need to. That's why you get rich, right? Like <laughs> if I win the lottery, the first thing I do is quit my job. I don't even go back and get my personal effects. Yeah. I can buy sure. new personal yeah. effects. I have digital pictures of my kids. I'm, I don't fucking care. I will buy the building and light it on fire. That's what I'll right. do. <laughs> yeah. But like these billionaires, a guy like Trump, he's a billionaire. Yeah. And and I, I know that when he hopefully eventually leaves the White House- He'll go back to work trying to make, I don't understand. I don't, to pretend that I understand the motivations of billionaires who sure. still wake up in the morning and go to work to be more billiony billionaires, like a super double extra plus billionaire billionaire. I can't, it's gotta be about power. It's It's gotta be about nothing other than just sheer unadulterated ego driven power. And any attempt to 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 look at what could possibly motivate a man 
like Trump beyond that. Because like you said, he seems to have no interest in the job None itself whatsoever. of governance. None whatsoever. Doesn't He's care. never expressed much yeah. of an interest yeah, I mean, in government before certainly but you know at least at the beginning of the coronavirus tom he was giving daily or every other daily briefings as i recall he was constantly in front of the camera talking about how great a job he was doing at least he's fucking talking now where the fuck are you yeah he's the commander in hiding man and it's That's it's, it. it's he's like the lady in waiting it's unreal it's a <laughs> level of unreal and today there was a presser with Rudy Giuliani, Ugh. someone he's like a he's like a Yankee candle. That guy, somebody lit him on fire, <laughs> and he's dripping shit all down his face. And I gotta play this for you, Tom, because it's so fucking funny. Um, See, so he's like the Wicked Witch at the end of Wizard of Oz. I'm melting. Exactly. So let me play this for you, Tom. This is my favorite shit. Um, so at the end of the press conference on Trump's on the official White House channel, this is what was played. Uh, oh, I think these guys didn't realize that they were being recorded. So let me share oh, this with no. you. And at once, all for Joe Biden. That's like flipping a coin 186,000 times and it lands on the <laughs> See fucking, J- on fucking Rudy's hair dye time. dripping that down his face. Not <laughs> <laughs> the fucking official channel. Tom, it's the official Trump channel. That's what this guy is saying. No, I, uh, no, I, 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 I'll play it again. I, play it again. I, Cecil. I trust, I trust that this is, that this is true. Again, I saw it on Reddit and it was also confirmed on Reddit by a couple other people, but again, it's Reddit, right? So uh, just take this with a grain of salt yeah. until someone writes an actual news article about it. Just presume that it might, someone might be internet pranking us, right? So right. between us now, Tom, someone might be internet pranking us. And I'm looking you in the eye and saying, I don't care, right? I just don't care. <laughs> it's just it's too just good. It's just too good. So this is supposedly from Trump's feed. This is supposedly what happened. And at once, all for Joe Biden. That's like flipping a coin 186,000 times and it lands on the <laughs> See fucking, J- fucking Rudy's hair dye dripping down his face. There is no reasonable explanation for the upshoots, straight lines up. I'm not even talking about I can't believe they leaked it. He said. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Oh, he had to be dying from embarrassment. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the problem, Tom. They only counted the votes just for men. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) His fucking hair, if you haven't Uh. seen this, folks, it literally, his hair is fucking drip. His hair dye is dripping down his face. There's a fucking gif of him I saw today where he blows his nose and then he takes the same fucking thing that he blew his nose in on that stage and he wipes his lips off and his face oh, off. God. It's so gross. It's so oh. nasty and weird. And I can't tell if he flips it around or not because his hands are below. So he might just wipe his boogers on his face or he might have turned it around. But either way, if you turn it around, that means your hand's in the booger. So either your yeah. hand's in the booger or your face is on the booger. I don't know what's happening with Rudy Giuliani, but he genuinely looked like fucking Nosferatu up there. He looked like Nosferatu (laughs) exposed for the fucking sunlight for the first time. That's what he looked like. It's fucking amazing. I saw it happening live and I couldn't. At a a certain point, the guy I was watching is David Pakman, who used to be, I was on the show once. He turns... 
He turns and there's this big streak, this fucking big line of dye that leaked all the way down his head. And I thought, is that a is that a facelift scar? And he pauses it and he talks. He's like, no, that's hair dye. And then he kept turning around. And he said, and he said to the camera, he said, Rudy just needs to stop moving his head. He needs to just stop. <laughs> he's like a fucking bulldog. You know, when the bulldog drinks and it shakes its head, right? that's what it's it looked really like. Really that's really what it looked like. It was unreal, man. Unreal. And the and I also just want to add real quick that they literally just waved papers in the air and said, I have a bunch of affidavits, but I'm not going to tell you who. And that's all they said. They said that's nothing. It. I don't blame Rudy for dyeing his hair because he doesn't want this all to be like in a gray area when it all shakes <laughs> out, you know? So what, who's, who fucking uses... Like water soluble hair dye. Did he? Did he just like, color it in with I, like one of those dry erase markers beforehand? What? Is this like emergency? Like like hair polish in the in the fucking bathroom at the gas station? Like trying to make your way to Mexico? What the fuck? You get ha Have you ever dyed your hair, Cecil? <laughs> I've dyed my fucking hair. You put hair dye in it. Doesn't just drip out because you got sweaty later that day. Right? What? It's not even a thing. That's not. What is it? Did he use like watercolor hair dye? I fucking literally. He has no hair, Cecil. I, I, He's also his fucking too, bald. Like, like when you're that old and ugly, do you still need to be vain? Like, can't you what? just recognize <laughs> at a certain point you look at yourself and you think, no, man, there's no fix in this. Fuck right, it. Yeah. There's no Does he fix think somebody in this? new and exciting is fucking yeah. him for his looks? <laughs> Look, man, like I used to drive around in a Geo Metro and I knew that car was a piece of trash. Same it was here. a tiny three-cylinder engine. I knew for sure I was never impressing anyone with that car. I didn't pretend. I didn't put fuzzy dice on it. I didn't chop the top and put it low. I knew it was a piece of trash. You know, <laughs> pull up and rev right. all 70 horsepower yeah. of its engine. I didn't have one of those things that fucking shot absorbers on the front and the hydraulics that made it bounce. I didn't do uh, any of that stuff to it. Cecil, my favorite part of that is that I had a fucking Geo Metro as well and I had a killer sound system in it because I just <laughs> won it. Do you remember that? I do. I remember it was good. Yeah, you had a subwoofer I, in I, it. Yeah. It broke the car. Yeah. Like it was the, it was still the least impressive car anyone's ever had, but it also, the sound system broke the car. The car was such a piece of shit that it literally damaged the car and irreparably broken. <laughs> so I want to play this too. So right after this happens, and I did not watch this live, but this is from Rolling Stone. They captured <laughs> that picture. The picture of him is amazing. <laughs> Guys, go to Rolling Stone. I'll, I'll include a link on this week's show notes. Uh, actually, if I don't, if I forget, it's Fox airs Giuliani, Pre Giuliani presser in full, then reports it was a lie. And I want to play, <laughs> I want to play the audio from Fox News right after, right after this, right after they, I didn't uh. watch this live, but I, I mean, this is literally on Fox News right afterwards. But first, let's go to Kristen Fisher. She's live at the White House. Kristen. Well, that was certainly a colorful news conference from Rudy Giuliani, but it was light on facts. So much of what he said was simply not true or has already been thrown out in court. And, uh, you know, Giuliani, he wow. opened by making this really bold and baseless claim that uh, a lot of this alleged nationwide voter fraud that he's referring to all came from one centralized place. He called it a nationwide conspiracy. Uh, and yet he failed to provide any hard evidence to back up that one specific claim, especially when you're dealing with 
uh, a claim that really cuts to the core of our democratic process. It goes on like that. I only played 40 seconds of it, but you guys can watch the whole thing. Literally, the person keeps saying over and over, there is no evidence for what he is saying. All these places that they keep saying there is, there's evidence. They are certifying these places. They're getting certified election results in these places. They are just, it's insane to me that we live in a time where someone can just say, there's a guy, there's one guy who's in his best interest to lie to you, literally saying a lie, the other people are saying, no, we don't have any evidence of any of that happening. In fact, here's all of the hand recounted ballots in all the places that we've done. Here's all the certified election results. No evidence of fraud at all. And then they go back to him and he says, no, but you got to believe me. I'm, I'm telling you they're trying to steal the election from me. That's what we have. And then we have 47% yeah. of Americans believe that guy who thinks the election was stolen from him. Yeah, I, I, we're, we're at a place in history I never thought we would be in, Cecil, which is where Fox News is fact-checking Donald Trump and saying, and Donald Trump's associates and saying, that is inaccurate. Yeah. We're at a place where Fox News is, has had to say, wow, I guess if we're going to use the word news, we should actually journalism a little. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, there's no spin. They can't, they're not, they're not even attempting any kind of a spin on this, yeah, not even no, Fox, not nothing. even the most sympathetic. So where, where we've, where we've had to go then when, when you look at the, the conspiracy bullshit, it's now had to move to even like weirder, more niche platforms yeah, like yeah, OANN, one, yeah, yeah. like the one America news network where yeah. nobody with a journalism degree, like outside of a junior college has ever worked ever. These are these are discredited sources. Those are the only ones. So you've you've got now 47 million people who have spent the last how many years of their lives looking at Fox and quoting Fox and being Fox is the fucking arbiter of all good information. And just like that, they've turned their back on Fox. Yeah. They've yeah. turned their back on the most right-wing news outlet in our history. I watched uh video feeds from the million. MAGA march, which was certainly short of a million by a lot, many hundred thousand. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, they were, they were marching down the street screaming Fox News sucks. They had, they had a chant Fox News sucks because Fox News called Arizona. And since then they haven't been as, don't get me wrong, watch Fox News. And they still do talk about this, you know, as if, Trump had something to say, but has not produced the evidence. Many other networks are literally just saying that, that that's a baseless claim. And they're right. cutting away from press conferences and they don't, they're not giving him a platform. Fox News aired that entire press conference. So, you know, so Fox News is there in the room airing that entire press conference. Uh, and so they're not off the hook. They're certainly not off the hook. And don't, and you know, they're part of the reason why we're even in this. They're probably a large reason why we're even in this mess, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, so, you know, now they're stepping away from the burner saying, well, it wasn't me who burned the house down, but, right. you know, they were the ones who fucking lit everything on fire to start out. But don't, don't get me wrong. They are pulling away, which is, I think, really, uh, you know, uh, interesting to see sort of them pulling away. And I'm, I keep wondering when it's, how long it's going to take the Republican base to start doing that. And the reason why they don't do that is because all the Republicans see how many people Trump motivated to vote. If you look at the last vote that just came in, 
80 million people almost voted for Biden, but 73 million or something like that voted for Trump. So there's a lot of people out there that voted for Trump. And I will say this, some of those people who voted for Biden also voted for Republicans on their ticket, right? Absolutely. So they, yep. they, 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 this, there's a group of people out there that are Republicans that don't like Trump and they went out. And if you look at some of these Senate races that we thought for sure were in the bag, you can tell a lot of Republican down ticket stuff got picked by people who went out to vote for Biden. There's just no way that that would have worked any other way. Yep. And so, you know, so, what we have is a group of people who see Trump as a guy who can get people out to the polls and he has electrified a large group of people in this country that uh, that they don't want to lose. And if they go against Trump, they lose him. So are they willing to go all the way through four straight years of saying that Biden is an illegitimate president because he stole the election. Are they willing to go yes. that far? Yeah, 100% they are. I believe 100% that they will do that. It's it's only in their favor. If they can cast, there is no downside to this if you're the Republican establishment, unfortunately. Yeah. You've got Trump on the one side who they've never had, they have not had anybody who has brought as much energy into their party. And they know their party for a long time was really lagging. The conventional wisdom was that if we turn out a huge population of people, that overwhelmingly those people are left-leaning. Right. But a character like Trump was able to energize an enormous base of really shitty people that have never been energized before. And I think they know they don't have any other rock stars in their pocket. Yeah. They don't have any other rock stars in their pocket. From a policy perspective, if they can cast aspersions before Biden even walks in the door— on the legitimacy of his candidacy, that will help them in the midterms. In the midterms, they will be able to use the fact that we have a, the fact, use the bullshit argument, which is totally unfounded in fact, that you know we have a rogue president who stole the, and the only way to get this back is the midterms, and we need to turn out, and they can use that. Yeah. So there is no downside politically for establishment Republicans to lean on this as long as possible. And who cares in their mind? I mean, it's, it's, who cares what happens to Trump the person? Trump the person doesn't seem to care what happens to, you know, the Republican establishment. They don't give a shit about each other, but I think they're very happy to use one another for their various aims. And their aims are not exactly in sync, but right now, I think it's an advantage to both of them to let this violence play out in the streets. What's crazy to me is that is that this is genuinely going to destabilize our country. It is destabilizing our country. Yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, we we are a less safe, less cohesive nation than we've ever been. We we, we are we're at a place where I mean genuinely the foundations of democracy themselves are in real existential peril. And the fuel is absolutely being pumped into that fire by the fucking president of the United States every single day. And because, all the people who don't denounce him. Yes. Yeah. All those people that stand by his yep. side are just, they are just, just as culpable. culpable in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I could not possibly agree more. We are, we are less safe every single day and we are less um, internationally safe. Yeah, you know, Haley and I were talking about this, and and she brought up the point that the United States, in a lot of ways, 
um, has acted functionally as the CEO of the world. And I think that that's in many ways true as, as far as the Western world is concerned. And to abdicate that responsibility, either because you are unable to discharge it or because the rest of the international world has um, lost respect for your positioning as CEO, means that someone else is going to fill that power vacuum. Someone else is going to fill that. And, you know, up until relatively recently, the United States had been a relatively good steward of democracy across the rest of the world. Don't get me wrong. We've done a lot of evil shit. But we have been decent stewards of democracy in many other parts of the world. But there are huge players on the international stage which have no interest in democracy. Russia and China come immediately to mind. And they gain every day in power, both economically and militarily and diplomatically. And if the United States is unable to discharge its responsibilities as CEO of the Western world, someone is going to step in and fill that spot, man. And it's not going to be to the advantage of Europe and America and South America. And, you know, it's just not. It's just not. And we are at that point. We are at a precipice. And we stand poised on the brink of that precipice, staring down at it. And fucking 70 some million people are more than happy, more than happy to take to the streets and burn the whole fucking thing to the ground over a goddamn one person, over a cult of personality dipshit. It's horrifying. We got this vaccine news this week, and it's great vaccine news, except for it's also like, Big fucking shrug, because until that vaccine goes in my fucking arm, it may as well not exist. And right now we have an absolute lack of federal leadership, which is going to be necessary to mobilize the resources to get 327 million people jabbed in the fucking arm with the goddamn vaccine, not once, but fucking twice. Yeah. And every month counts. If we wait until January to even start that process in earnest in terms of the logistics of distribution... At the current rate, so if you look at the numbers right now, we've got 250,000 people dead right now. We've got 1,923 people this fucking thing died yesterday. But if you just look at at about 1,000 people a day, we will have exceeded the American death toll of World War II by sometime in February or April, depending on how the numbers kick out right now. We will have lost more people to the fucking coronavirus than we lost in all of World War II, the four years of World War II. We'll have lost that same number of people by early 2021. And I don't see any way around that if the fucking current administration doesn't begin coordinating efforts with the incoming administration. How are we supposed to get people the actual vaccine in their fucking arm if we sit on our hands until January and tweet out a bunch of bullshit about how the mortality rate's 85% down, making people less fucking worried about it. Yeah. That's reassuring yeah. to the people, sure, to 73 million people. It's reassuring yeah. to them that this is yeah. nothing to worry about. Anti-maskers, yeah. 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 It's fucking awful, man. This is going to kill, every other day we're going to have a, the death toll of a 9-11. A 9-11 every two days if we don't do something to stop this. I mean, we're, we're f- effectively there right now or in excess of that right now. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. somebody who let 9-11 happen every other day? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where we're at right now. And, and, that, and there's tons of pushback all over the country about regulations that people are trying to put in. And I will say there is clearly, 
you could see so many of these fucking Republican governors held off their regulations until after the third. After the third, after we voted, then they started talking about how, oh, we should go through masks, we should do this, we should do that, because they knew the optics of all of this would be so bad ahead of the election, they let people die because they did not want things to look bad. Yeah. And that is abhorrent. It's, that it's is horrifying. Absolute, that they should be prosecuted for something like that. Yeah, because what happened, should. Yes. literally, right after everything happened, right after the election, they started rolling back all the shit that they had said. Oh, no, we've got to be careful. Bunch of these fucking Republican governors did it. Yep. Yeah, and, and a lot of them have waited until their hospitals are completely overrun. Yeah, right? Until their hospitals are over-fucking-flowing, until there are mobile morgues after mobile morgues stacked in the hospital parking lot, until in certain places in the country, one in four hospitals is running out of medical personnel to deal with this problem. And now is the time? Yeah. Now, the, the time was when everybody was fucking saying the time was. Yeah. The time was in September and October when every infectious disease specialist who actually has a fucking degree in this was hitting the fucking alarm yep. bell Everybody as hard it. as they could saying, this yeah. is going to be a really hard fall. We this need to do something. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Yep. And fucking nothing but crickets until November fucking middle. Yeah. Fuck us for that. Fuck us for that. It's yeah. fucking, it's disgusting what's and going on. what happened today when they they unre they revealed that uh, the plot for Whitmer, the kidnappers were planning to execute public officials. They had a plan to execute. Yeah, it was, uh, the broadcast reported that new filings show a plan that the militiamen had drawn up to uh, in the initial takeover uh, and, they, and basically what they, they were going to plan, they had planned to televise uh, executions of people on the air. So, you know, when we, when we call these people y'all Qaeda, you know, when yeah. we talk about, you know, the, the American Taliban, this is the American Taliban. This is literally, there is nothing that separates these people from violent extremists all over the world. There's nothing that separates them from that. Well, nothing. I, I want to point out too, from that same article from the independent, that one of the, one of the comments in there is, we're one of the few state capitals in the country that does not ban guns from inside their state capital. Huh, that's weird. Huh, what a yeah. great fucking notion. What a right? smart fucking thing to do. Let's right? make up. That, that's the anti-masking stuff that I've seen. I've seen, there's so many people, if you, you can search for it, find people being confronted that aren't wearing masks in places where they're supposed to be wearing masks. There's plenty of places to find it, but you can find video after video after video of these people yelling and getting mad and coughing on people and I've just seen some of that, uh, you yeah. know screaming at people who work there that just say could you just please leave and then they say oh i got a medical condition that's that's the big thing that they keep saying over and over and over again but i saw one this week that i absolutely loved it was flaming gay guys walking out of this place and he says i figured out how to do this guys i just walked up to a guy who had the mask around his chin and i walked up to him and i said something about are you going to the hole later? And the guy said, excuse me? And he said, are you, are you going to the hole later? And the guy said, I don't know what you're talking about. And then the gay guy says, oh, in our community, in, our, in, our, in the gay community, when someone has the mask around their chin, that means they're down for gay sex. And so I just thought you were down for gay sex. And <laughs> the, guy said, the guy said, no, no. And then he immediately put his fucking mask on. 
<laughs> immediately put his fucking mask on. Oh, that's amazing. Isn't that amazing? That's, Isn't that the most brilliant thing that you could think of? That's you great. Because the they're terrified reason, of that. I, and, and here's the thing. The reason why most guys aren't wearing masks is because it's a machismo thing. I guarantee to you the reason, I don't know about the women. I don't know why uh, uh, the women, I'm not going to pretend that I would understand that. But I will tell you, after being around a lot of guys, I recognize and know that that's why they're not doing it because they don't want to look weak. And yeah. that's why they're not. And so specifically going up to guys that aren't wearing those masks, it might, I mean, it might fall. You, you, you better be ready to fuck though. You better be down to fuck because if you walk <laughs> up to some guy, right, you know, might be gay and you're not into, you know, you might, you might bring on something that, that you don't want. But, uh, but I thought I saw, when I saw that, That's I thought funny as that hell. is fucking awesome. So great. Cause it's literally using something against them that they cannot stand, which is their right. own homophobia. Are you an American? Do you believe in democracy, freedom, values, thinking? No more spam calls? Then join us Black Friday, November 27th at 3 p.m. Central for our live stream to save the Senate. We will be fundraising live and supporting Georgia Democratic candidates Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff for their Senate runs. A whole slew of guests will be joining us, including Thomas and Andrew from Opening Arguments, Seth from The Thinking Atheist, Mark and Dan from How Do Heretic, Noah, Eli, and Heath from The Scathing Atheist, George from Geologic Podcast, and Dan and Jordan from Knowledge Fight. It's a damn near cavalcade of critical funkers. Now you get your ass over to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Hit that follow button. One follow equals one American freedom restored. Save the Senate and fuck Mitch McConnell. This story comes from Pink News. Trump supporters wave ban homo marriage and coming for blacks and Indians signs what at Washington MAGA March. Is that a, is that a gay thing? <laughs> so I think there's actually uh, some video of this, Cecil, from when Fox News. So Fox News is reporting on this and the one guy is being interviewed and, and he is... Even the guy at Fox is like, holy fuck. Do I see what I'm fucking seeing here? Yeah, he here? says out loud. He basically says, I'm sorry, we just showed an inappropriate sign or something like that. Essentially, that's what he says. Yeah, yeah, he is. I mean, and again, when you have Fox appalled, I mean, Fox, this, do you remember the Tea Party movement? Yeah. Cecil, we covered this shit on, on a, I don't even think it was, everyone's a critic at the time, but when Obama was first uh, elected and he took office and the Tea Party rose up and they- they had images of Obama um, being hung in effigy. Yeah, they had they a monkey sold and, yeah, monkey yeah. shirts that said yeah. Obama on them. They had pictures of Obamacare with Obama dressed as an African witch doctor. Like they had some of the most overtly, obviously, disgustingly racist shit. And Fox gleefully covered the Tea yeah, Party. Covered it all. They gleefully covered the Tea Party. No problem at all. Not a lot of commentary on that shit being racist. So when that same fucking channel turns its head and it's like, holy fuck, what is even happening right now? What is you when you appall the appalling, 
Right. You have sunk to a level that is that is that is really just uh, mind numbing. Yeah. Absolutely mind numbing. Well, this entire endeavor was a stop the steal event, I guess. I don't know. There was kind of like a big thing going on out there. Um, there was a bunch of people who showed up to DC. There are a lot of Proud Boys, a lot of uh, people that are aligned with the Proud Boys. Yep. Plenty of people that wore Proud Boys sort of regalia on themselves, hats and merchandise or whatever. And uh, they were marching through the streets. Uh, and they were, there was a lot of clashes, a lot of clashes with anti-protesters, people getting knocked out, people getting punched. The, and, and when you watch those, especially when the police are involved, watch where the police's backs are. Their backs are always to the Proud Boys. They're always defending the Proud Boys. You watch what happens when there was, there was a perfect example. The Proud Boys came to the wall that they had erected in front of the White House and tore down all the Black Lives Matter stuff and the, that, was, that was sort of zip-tied to the wall, and the police watched them do it. And they never stopped them from doing it a bit, never once went over there to stop them from doing it. And whenever the, the, the people wanted to go up to stop them from taking it down, the police would step in and push those people back. And it just shows you time and time and time again who the police are aligned with, yep. you know? It shows you who they're aligned with. They are not aligned with the BLM protesters out there. They're not aligned with the Antifa protesters out there. And they're not there. neutral. And they're not, they are not, that's exactly it. They're not neutral. They're not a, a force that's saying, I'm just here to keep the peace. They're a force that's here to say, I'm here to protect these people. Yep. When the BLM mar people march around and they're not doing fuck all except for marching down the street, watch time and time again, them get pushed into the police and watch the police react or the police push into them, the police in riot gear, the police shooting tear gas, the police constantly using their, their vehicles and their horses and their bodies to try to corral these people and to shove them over and hurt them. We've seen it time and time and time again. And there is none of that, not a bit of that when it's the, when it's the, the MAGA March people. Yeah, when, it, when it's, here's the thing, Cecil, when it's a bunch of fucking white people gathered yeah. together, right? they can right. do no wrong, right? They can do when white people gather together with guns, they're celebrating their Second Amendment right. right. When white right. people gather together and have hate speech aggressively, like, no, uh, just, just so that nobody misunderstands, the sign that, that one of the guys was holding, it said, coming for blacks and Indians, welcome to the new world order. That's what the sign said. So, you know, there's no, there's no getting around that. Yeah. Like that is... That is just I don't know, a I, I don't aggressively know how you racist that. sign, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how you spin that otherwise. Yeah. What are you coming to give them Comcast cable? What are you right. doing? <laughs> so, yeah. so when that happens, they're exercising their First Amendment right, and I right. will say they are exercising their yeah. First Amendment right. Sure, as long as they, you can be a hate-filled asshole. You have a First Amendment right to gather. That's that I, I support that. But earlier this year. I mean, earlier this fucking last month, maybe this month, I don't even remember anymore. I mean, there was a turnout the vote rally in North Carolina. Turn out the vote. It was just, it was people walking down the street yep. in North Carolina saying, hey, we should exercise our fucking right to vote, which we also have in the fucking constitution. And the police broke that up and fired fucking pepper spray at everybody. Yeah. At yeah. these fucking MAGA march, the, the, the fucking MAGA idiots were pepper spraying into, they were attacking with pepper spray the counter protesters and the police did nothing. That's just, that's just fucking raw assault. That's assault with a weapon. 
and the fucking yeah. absolutely no police action. It's the, the, the cops aren't. Who is surprised, Cecil, that a bunch of fucking gun wielding authoritarian thugs are on the side of the fascists? Like, that's literally what we would expect. It's, it's unsurprising. Right, right, the, yeah. the paramilitary government sponsored authoritarian thugs are on the side of the fascists. We're okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dogs you bark. Yeah. You fucking knew it. You fucking knew it. Yep. And that and that whole thing, that whole thing was just, you know, they they call the fucking Kaylee McCarraney or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, that fucking bobblehead that is his press secretary, yep. she tweeted out. There's a million people here, and you can just see. There's <laughs> not a million this, people. Ten thousand ish in the square <laughs> that she tweeted out. And I want to. I want to point out too. If you remember when the women's march happened after Trump took office, because everyone was just so appalled that Trump was fucking elected, and there was three million people all across this country that took to the streets, and there was no arrests, no nothing. You know, there was no fucking stabbings, right? Yeah, you get right. fucking a, a, a 10, 10 ish thousand. I don't know how many thousands were here. I think they'd said that there were like 88,000 or something like that showed up total. You get that many people in DC and there's stabbings and people arrested. You know what I mean? Like, like that shit didn't happen before. And they, they complained and said, oh, he's your president. Suck it up. He's your president. And look at exactly where they're at now. I mean, yeah. you're fucking, you're literally in the exact same position, except for you're the fucking violent one that you were blaming us for being violent about. Well, the I fucking mean, women's march went out, went, out, went out of a fucking hitch. Yeah, but I mean, four years ago, we lived in a new world. We lived in a different world, Cecil, where you could have, where you could have a, a protest that that sh everybody showed up and then they, and they marched and then they exercised their first amendment. Right now, we have people showing up and we have 17 year old kids showing up with with assault rifles to these things to counter protest them, you know, we're we're living in a world that's gotten dramatically, dramatically more violent, and it's got, and it's gotten more violent in large part because the goddamn president himself and personally responsible fans the flames of division and violence, and when these things happen, he picks a side. And he supports that side yes. and he calls expressly for violence and yeah. violent people take arms to that call. And he literally, he literally tweeted out after this was over called that said Antifa scum tried to break this thing up and uh, uh, the guys that were out there beat the shit out of him. That's I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right. but essentially what he said. Um, and, and, and it's celebrating violence against other people instead. And this guy has never been brakes. He's never been the brakes, right? He's all gas, no brakes. Yep, He's yep, all gas yep, the whole yep. time. And there's never been a moment where he stopped and said, holy shit, maybe this shouldn't be happening. People shouldn't be fighting in the streets. Maybe we should fucking try to tune this down a little. Let's turn it down. He hasn't done that at all. Not a Not bit. Not a bit. How you doing, Max? Well, I'd say that we've tunneled, oh, must be... 12, 14 feet. <laughs> 12 or 14 feet? You and Kendall have been down there since 6 o'clock this morning. Yes, Chief, but we didn't start digging until 8. Why not? Well, you see, for the first two hours, we couldn't decide who should dig and who should fill the bags with dirt. So we tossed a coin. Max, it doesn't take two hours to toss a coin. No, but it took two hours to find it. <laughs> this is, so this is my favorite story this of the week. This is so amazing. This is so good. Cecil. Nothing has made me happier than this story this week. Nothing. Oh, this week, this week is so good. 
this story. Because of this story. CBS News. Suspect tries to escape FBI agents using underwater sea scooter in frigid California lake. He's I'm going to read this whole yeah, thing. He's a millionaire baller. too, which is amazing, right? That's what you got to expect a millionaire to do this. This is this is like bond level, but just incompetent bond. Right, right. A man wanted for his role in an yeah, alleged- Yeah, bond, but it's, it's bond that you have to pay when you want to get out of jail. That's the bond. <laughs> A man wanted for his role in an alleged $35 million Ponzi scheme was arrested Monday after evading FBI agents by swimming into California's largest reservoir using an underwater sea scooter, federal prosecutors said. Matthew Piercy spent about 25 minutes in frigid Lake Shasta using the <laughs> Yamaha Shasta. 350LI Lake submersible. Shasta. I love it. I love it. Wanta Shasta. Did you have you have you seen one of these things, by the way? Uh, one of these, one of these sea scooters. I have yeah. not. I mean, let me look at it. I so, think I know what they look like, kind of. But yeah. I, I can, I can imagine what it looks like. But I, I just, I should look at it. Okay, gotta check it All out. Right. You gotta check it sure. out. You got it. You got it. In Google Images here. So sea scooter, it's just a thing you hold on to that drags yeah. you around. Right. Yep. Okay. That's it. All right. It's basically swimming for the. It's underwater swimming for the lazy. Yeah. That's all this is. <laughs> I've used one of these when I was in the islands once. Yeah, I bet I was these are super in, fun. Yeah. So they, they're really not that. The one I had was not that powerful, and the battery died within a few minutes, and so it really wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't great. I would have so, that problem in thirty seconds trying to tug my yeah. lard ass around. It was, like. But it wasn't. The thing is, is like everybody's kind of sucked. None of them were very good. There was, you know, there's a there's a seven year old who's getting pulled through the water at a little faster than you can swim. That's the the best you got out of those things. At least the, the pack that they had at the cheaply run. Uh, excursion that I was on when I went down in, a, in the islands down in, uh, in the Caribbean. So he gets, while well, when agents went to arrest Piercy, he hopped in a pickup and led them on a chase that ended at the shoreline of the lake north of Reading. Quote, then Piercy abandoned his truck near the edge of Lake Shasta, pulled something out of it and swam into Lake Shasta, federal prosecutors wrote. Piercy spent some time out of sight underwater where law enforcement could only see <laughs> bubbles. Agents later learned Piercy had a sea scooter, a motorized device that pulls users underwater at speeds of about four miles an hour. <laughs> it's not so much a high-speed chase. It's not really genuinely. Like, you could literally walk slower than that on the bucket. You could walk faster than that. You could power walk faster than that on land. Four miles an hour. I love, too, that he doesn't, it's not clear at all that he has any scuba gear on, which means that, like, yeah, you can go underwater for a little while, but yeah. then you have to come up. So if you're the cops, you're just, and it sounds like this is what happened. You're literally just standing on the shore, scratching your head like, where do yeah. you think you're going to yeah. go? It's a 15-minute mile. It's a 15-minute mile, Tom. 15-minute mile. 15-minute mile. You cannot run a 15-minute mile. It's impossible. You have to walk a 15-minute mile. There's no way you could run it. Also, like, unless you have an underwater layer that you're going to where you disappear and then they're just like, fuck, he never surfaced. You don't know. There's no part you B to know. this plan. You don't know. You don't know what's <laughs> underneath. Maybe he's got, a, he's got a whole Ponzi scheme down there. He's got a whole Atlantis he pre-built in this weird reservoir that he just ran off to. <laughs> he's got a, you know what? If you spend that much money though, don't you think he's got a volcano lair somewhere? And All that's right. what he was trying to do was get out to his volcano lair. <laughs> It'd be great so if he got amazing. to the edge of the other side of the lake and they had a portage across to another uh, lake. For uh, another he's carrying it over his head. 
He's running. He has, he's got a relay race where he switches them off because yeah. they run out of batteries. So he's got somewhere like a pit crew there to hand him a new sea scooter so he can dive into the water and keep going. I would love he, he so winds much. Up, he winds up in a tributary and he's, he's going upstream, but he's just staying right there. He's just staying in one position. He can't go farther and faster than four miles an hour. So he's he's just stationary and the cops are just sitting there tapping their watch, waiting yeah. for it to run out of batteries. <laughs> he's just, what, 28 minutes, you're in the middle of the lake at four miles an hour. You've gone a mile and a qu three quarters out into the middle of the lake and then now you're now just what? yeah. Now, now you're what? just in the middle of the lake. Like oh, I fooled you. Well, you're gonna get cold and hungry, it's stupid. Just, I'll wait just, here. What do you think this is? Assassin's Creed. Eventually, <laughs> people are gonna walk away. They're gonna be. They're gonna say, "Oh, what was that?" And then they look and then they say, "Oh, it must not have been anything." And then they turn and walk away. I would love to have been one of these cops that day, just coming home to tell this oh, story. Gosh. Hey, yeah, jumped in the lake and uh, yeah. swam very slowly away. <laughs> and then he for a put, while. putted away for a few minutes. Yeah, what'd you guys do? Well, uh, we just waited at the edge of the lake. Um, <laughs> I mean, he has to come back. He, he's, he can't you live in a lake. You could go faster through the water if there was a stationary rope and you pulled your body. Like if you pulled <laughs> your body with a rope, you'd go faster. Uh, I love it. <clears throat> Where's the rest of this moose? You must have hated this moose. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Right. So this story comes from carscoops.com. Uh, Canadians are being what? warned. No, hold on, hold on now. Yeah. Why are you searching for stories at carscoops.com? Okay, I look where I look. <laughs> all right. You know, don't don't judge a man's process. You have a weird flipboard. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians are being warned not to let moose lick their cars. And then it has pictures of those road signs. Yeah. And I yeah. love this because it's two road signs. Do not let moose on one <laughs> lick your car. Right. But right. if you read this left to right, do not lick. Let your moose <laughs> car. <laughs> uh, so I guess moose really like road salt. And so they'll yeah. come up to your car and they'll lick the salt off your car. And they're saying, hey, don't let a moose do that. Motherfucking moose weigh 1,500 pounds. A moose can do what a fucking moose yeah. wants to do. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. It's like, what the fuck am I going to do? Right. <laughs> hey, moose, what am I going to roll up a piece of newspaper and hit it on the <laughs> nose? The fuck am I supposed it's to do? A it's moose. a moose. Have you? If seen it wants to get in and it wants me to leave, so it can drive down the road with my wife, I'm getting out of the car. Oh, right? <laughs> it's a moose, man. Have you ever seen one up close? I've seen them up close when I was in Canada fishing. Yeah, with yeah. my dad, we saw them every day in Canada. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking enormous. They're enormous. They're you, enormous. They're shocking how big the thing is like the size of a goddamn semi truck. <laughs> see it? This is enormous. These things are absolutely enormous. So, man, if they want to do anything to my car, if they want to fuck my car, <laughs> they can fuck my car. See, so Whatever the other, they want to do. The other thing I like about this is you've got two signs, as I mentioned before. I, I like the idea of one of them just going out. So you just drive along and the other, just one sign says, lick your car. <laughs> I like lick your car too. I think lick your car is way better than do not let moose. If you I were think a that, teenager, yeah. wouldn't you steal the lick oh, your car sign? God, I would steal it in a second. Oh. In a second. That's so amazing. That would be my sign. If Akamura is here, then we'll arrest him. And we'll have a solid case against the Katana gang for hiring four assassins to kill a policeman. 
On the other hand, if it's the wrong house, then we'll apologize to the owner. This story is just crazy. If you, like, it's just the details are just. You ever say so? Totally go mad. No, go ahead. No, no, go on. I was just gonna say, have you ever read a, a a newspaper article and you read the whole thing and you you know less after yes, you've read yes, it yes, yes. than you when you started? Like <laughs> I before this story started. I knew more information <laughs> than when I finished it. Yeah. I've never had that. I've never had that moment happen. And I did it today. And I, and I just, I sat down. <laughs> I was, I had it on an iPad. So I set it down and I just stared off into the middle distance thinking this feels like a writing prompt. It doesn't feel. <laughs> it does. Right? Yeah. This, every single, this comes from the Sydney Morning Herald. So this isn't from like car scoops or whatever. Yeah, car scoops. <laughs> <laughs> This is this story is bonkers, and I feel the same way. I don't. I'm going to read this whole story to you guys, and you won't know what happened. Yeah, and it doesn't get any clearer, by the way, from the headline. No, she was out to get him. Witnesses describe moments after samurai killing. Okay, first off, I have a problem with the because I don't think there's an actual samurai involved in this. I I read the I thank you because I was going to say when I read the headline, I think somebody killed a samurai. Right. I think there's a samurai right. and the some woman samurai. the just samurai. Walk, he's just walking down a street in his really ornate outfit with a wakasashi on one side and the katana on the other. And he's just, maybe he's a ronin. Maybe he's masterless. We don't know, you know? And then bam, Maybe he's, he's got dead. six friends. There's a, there's a moose that licks a car and then runs him over. He's dead. <laughs> A witness has told a court he heard a woman shouting or screaming. So, that's a distinction without a difference. Something like, who the fuck are you? In the moments before a man was hit on the head with what appeared to be a stick in Sydney's inner west two years ago. Blake Davis, 31, and Hannah Quinn, 26, are facing a murder trial in the NSW Supreme Court after they chased intruder Jet McKee, 30, from a Forest Lodge a, home. Okay, Jet yeah. McKee is a fucking spy name. Yeah, There's well, no way that's not a spy name. Also, I love that they arrested somebody who is just a hair's breadth away from being Harley Quinn. Yeah, I know. Like, just <laughs> Anna right Quinn, there. Anna Quinn, you're so close. All these people are, maybe these are all just alter aliases for superheroes. <laughs> Come on, Hannah Quinn, you yeah. can't do any better than that, Harley. Come on. <laughs> just, we're so close. Use your imagination here. <laughs> After the chase intruder Jet McKee, 30, from a Forest Lodge home in August 2018, and Mr. Davis hit him on the head with a samurai sword. What? They have pleaded not guilty. Oh. The court heard this week, and this is where it all starts to unravel into madness. Yeah. The court heard this week that McKee burst into Mr. Davis's home wearing a balaclava and brandishing a blank fire gun and knuckle dusters. Okay, he all those things are very specific, but I'm kind of not sure what any of them are except for knuckle dusters. Those are brass knuckles, right? Yeah, is that right. what we would yeah. call that? And I think yeah. a blank fire gun is just a gun loaded with blanks, like it's okay, like a right. starter okay, gun. Right. Starter okay, pistol. I get you now. I get you now. Yep. What's a balaclava? Uh, that's like a face covering, like a ski mask. That's oh, what they I call see. a okay. ski mask everywhere else. No kidding. Yeah, we call we call them ski masks. Everywhere else in the world calls them balaclavas. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, because I always thought balaclava was that that nut stuff that you put in phyllo dough. I thought it's not that, <laughs> but anyway, okay, all right. Because he had been told Mr. Davis and Miss Quinn were drug dealers and wanted to rob them. Okay, Mr. Well, Key no. was seen sure. running from the home shortly afterward, and Miss Quinn running behind him, followed by Mr. Davis. It's a whole train going on here. 
Mr. Davis was wearing only his boxers and holding what looked like a stick or a pole. On Wednesday, painter Rossini Palmer said he heard a woman loudly shouting something like, what the fuck are you doing? Who the fuck are you? And he went to the window of the loft he was painting to see what was happening. He said he saw a woman chasing a man down the street, then saw the man on all fours on the ground and the woman backing away. As she was backing away, another guy came from the same direction she came from. <laughs> he hit him on the head. It didn't look overly aggressive, just sort of a quick bang on the top of the head. That's it. Mr. Palmer said the woman and the second man then ran away and he heard the woman say loudly, what the fuck have you just done? Carrie Sparks was walking her dog along Harrow <laughs> There's more witnesses to this sword murder in Sydney. You can't fucking swing a sword without hitting a fucking witness in Sydney. <laughs> Carrie Sparks was walking her dog along Hereford Street when she heard a female voice screaming and saw a man running along the road with a woman running fast behind him. She was out to get him, Miss Sparks said. She said the woman caught him, grabbed him by the collar, and pulled him down to the ground. A second man running behind the woman holding what looked like a pole then caught up. These guys have never seen a sword. Everybody right, describes everybody, this. Every single person there is... Oh, uh, it looked like, a, I don't know, it looked like a stick. Did he have a big stick? Was it a stick? <laughs> I don't know, was it a pole? Was he pole vaulting? What was he doing out there that day? <laughs> Miss Sparks said she did not have a view of what happened on the ground, but saw the pole go up in the air and go it's back down again. Again, it's like a watch one Quentin Tarantino movie and you'll know what a samurai <laughs> it's a sword. Sword, is. yeah. Then heard builders across the street make a groaning noise. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Like just the builders, like, oh, good one. <laughs> There's so much information on this, and none of it's helpful. It's all. <laughs> There's just so much. She said it's she like saw someone had a word count they were trying to reach. <laughs> I know. Seriously. She said she saw the injured man try to get up using a parked car for leverage while bleeding profusely from the head. A builder told him, I don't think that's a good idea, mate. We've called for help. So again, <laughs> more witnesses. More witnesses. Right. Mr. Sparks said the injured man fell down a few times and used the trees on the nature strip to get up again, then disappeared up the road. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing, she said. Neither can I, and I'm just reading this. Philip East was in his home watching a live stream. <laughs> Another, Another one. one. Another Who one. didn't watch this happen? Oh, Jesus. Watching a live stream of the Banking Royal Commission. No, he uh, wasn't. Why do I care no, that he, he was wasn't. watching a live he stream? Was, he was. He might have been watching a live stream of that, but he was definitely Zoom calling someone and jerking off like that guy from the New Yorker. <laughs> when he heard a woman's voice shouting something like, what do you think you are? What do you think you are? He walked to the window and saw a woman and a man running past the property. So he went down to the street to investigate. He saw a white car smeared with blood and a very large pool of blood on the road near boy. <laughs> In amongst the blood or beside the blood, which was still pooling, there were several objects, one of which I believe was a handgun, Mr. E said. Also, and I think it was actually in the blood, a black object that appeared to be a balaclava and a knuckle duster. <laughs> the police arrived a short time later. So what happened? So what happened was, is when they hit him with that, he immediately dropped all his inventory like a, game, like a video game. <laughs> So he just dropped it all, and then there you go. Not, and this guy didn't even want any of it. Right. He killed this guy for nothing. Just, it, it, he didn't like the loot. He's like, ah, it's not even worth picking up. Well, they say the trial continues, but I like, where's the guy? Where did they find the guy? I How know. far did that guy get? What, where did you catch these guys? What, what is happening right now? <laughs> these are all things I need to know. I love this guy gets fucking sorted in the head. He's sorted, totally got sorted. And he's like, I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. You know what? I'm out of here. And they're like, oh, we call the cops. Like, no, man, this I is ain't a very, around for that this shit. This is a very sorted sorting. <laughs> a sorted tale. <laughs> if ever there was one. 
Oh God. Relax, be cool, and whatever you do, don't panic. Just pretend that it happened. <laughs> do as you're told, or it will happen. Well, Cecil. Um, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that zombies are next. Right. I think zombies are next. Yeah. Yeah. An Oklahoma cannibal illegally castrated Wait, man. Is that a thing? An Oklahoma cannibal? Is that different from other cannibals? I, you know, that's a great question. And, and I think the answer is, yeah, it's flatter. <laughs> you know, I would, I'll tell you this much. When the zombies are there, I don't want to be in Oklahoma. They, you no. can run no, a thousand right. yards. Right. They still see you. You're right. You're right. You're, you're basically no different than a guy with a fucking Yamaha L350 puttering underwater at four how, miles an hour. How, how, e <laughs> how easy would it be to be in one of those mountainous areas, though, and just standing on a hill? They come up and just kind of just push them over <laughs> fall the fuck right back down. And then you just give them a little nudge. Eh, eh. Yeah. And they just fall down until they disintegrate. Just tip them over. Like, yeah. hey, you're just Gosh. bad at this. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, they can, they can barely walk upright, let alone climb a mountain. <laughs> yeah, slow-moving, shambolic zombies are not yeah, scary. They're not scary. They're not, yeah. If you get eaten by those guys, you had that coming. Yeah. That means, like, you're dumber than a shambolic zombie. You could not <laughs> problem-solve that motherfucker? Are you serious? Yeah, the fast ones are the scary ones. The fast ones that'll problem solve, like, you know, yeah, climb a fence or whatever. Yeah, okay. those are the scary ones. Those yeah. are scary. Yeah. The ones that are just moving around, like, I don't know, dig a pit and stand on the yeah. other side of the pit. You're good. They have It'll no sense of self-preservation. Yeah. yeah. An Oklahoma cannibal illegally castrated a man, police said, and okay. stored body parts in a freezer. I also mean to take issue, Cecil, with illegally castrated a man. That just seems like an adverb that's unnecessary. Right? Illegally castrated? Like, like I'm, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> I just, all also, right. Also, it feels like you're wasting a lot of the carcass. You know, it's like, it's like <laughs> I mean, if you're just taking one piece, why not? It, it, can't you just hear your mom yelling at you that you're leaving too much food on your plate <laughs> when that happens? Don't you at least want to, I mean, if you're going to store it in a freezer, don't you at least want to have the cold shoulder? Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't think you'd have the balls to tell that joke. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Last week, a hospital in southeastern Oklahoma admitted a severely bleeding patient with a horrifying tail. Two men, the 28-year-old victim told hospital staffers, had surgically removed his testicles as he lay on a wooden table in the remote Jesus. cabin in the woods. God and one damn. of those men said he was a cannibal who kept body parts in a refrigerator. Ugh. The next day, sheriff's deputies searched the cabin and found medical equipment, bloody refuse, drugs, and what appeared to be testicles frozen in a bag. Wow. Now the two men, named by were the victim. What, were they going to shake and bake them? Is that what's going <laughs> to happen? <laughs> Can you shake and bake testicles in their own bag? <laughs> <laughs> Hide them in your purse. They're already in yeah. a purse. They're already in a purse. They're, <laughs> they're already there. Put a little clasp on it. So these two guys, Bob Lee Allen and Thomas Evans Gates, face felony charges of conspiracy to commit and performing unlicensed surgery in a crime. Jesus Christ. What the fuck, man? What? Just buy Surgery Simulator on Steam. What? It's not that expensive. It's like $20. So this guy who had his nuts removed yeah. told the investigators that he volunteered for the surgery 
after meeting on a website that advertised castrations. Jesus Christ. Why is there a website that advertises <laughs> castrations? Why is that a thing? What, the, what is even happening? After the two-hour procedure, Allen laughed and said he was a cannibal, the victim told investigators, adding that he had a freezer full of body parts. He also claimed to once killed a man while doing a similar surgery and said he had six other men lined up for future operations. Yeah, I, th I read that. I thought, yeah, because you have a fucking weird website where you advertise castrations. It's that so shit wouldn't strange. fly on Yelp. That's Your Yelp <laughs> reviews. Yeah. They should call it Yelp, though, because that's the sound you make when they cut your balls off is Yelp. <laughs> so makes sense. So this guy, like, he doesn't do well. And he tells him, like, they're not sending him to the to the ER or the morgue. They later relented and drove him to a hospital. But the guy who did the soldier, surgery told him that if he died, they were going to just dump him in the woods. You don't have to tell him that. You're yeah. only going to do that if he dies. <laughs> he won't know you did that. That's just mean. This You're is dark mean as people. fuck, dude. This is dark as fuck. This whole is, story is dark as shit, it is man. Terrifying. God. It is, what what the fuck is even I happening? I realized that we just, you know, we we had to give up some hobbies in 2020. <laughs> but let's not do uh, this. Let's not pick this So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Alexander, Jonathan, Mike, Purple Hippo, Daniel, Chris, William, probably Latte, and people who up their pledges, Fred. Thank you so much for your generous donations. We really do truly appreciate it. We wanted to let you guys know that this week on Black Friday, so this Monday that this is, this, this is releasing, patrons are hearing about it before Monday, we are releasing a show on Monday, but the, the week of Thanksgiving in, in America, the, uh, the 27th is Black Friday. And so we are going to be doing a live stream at 3 p.m. Central Time on Black Friday. We're going to have six different podcasters join us for that live stream in half an hour intervals. We're going to have Geologic, uh, George Rabb from the Geologic Podcast. We're going to have Seth Andrews, we're going to have the Knowledge Fight guys. We're going to have the Scathing guys. We're going to have the Opening Arguments guys. And we are going to have the How to Heretic folks all joining us for half an hour intervals. We're going to post a, a, a link on this week's show notes to this schedule. And it is our great hope that you will come and help us raise money for the uh, Senate candidates in Georgia. We will have a donate page that donates directly to them. It will split your donation in half and send the donation to two different to two different candidates. We will not see this money. It goes directly to ActBlue, which is the, the people who run the donation process for each of these candidates. We will be able to see a running total, however. So what we're going to be doing is having a little bragging rights thing going on for all the different people who are joining us. So come join uh, join for the whole time and donate uh, during your favorite podcaster's half hour. It's only going to be three hours long, but we'd love to have you show up for our live stream. We'd love to have you support these candidates. We currently have a $6,000 match. So between uh, some people who are donating, Tom and I, Fred from Colorado and Matt are both putting up a lot of money. Uh, the money that they're putting up is going to allow us to match $6,000 in funds. So donate during your favorite host time. And we we if we can get up to six grand, we got twelve thousand dollars. It's six thousand dollars a piece for each of the candidates, the Senate candidates that are running in in Georgia 
in the runoff election. It's super important and we're hoping to raise a little bit of money. So please show up 3 p.m. Black Friday. Tom, I, I do you want to just read this this message? This is from so it's Jonathan is in the is on the uh, Trump spam list. So and he got a message. This is this is an official message. And here I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Jonathan, the silent fake news media is truly the enemy of the people. They are ignoring the radical left Antifa scum assaulting Trump supporters who are proudly and peacefully showing support for their favorite president. However, this doesn't come as any surprise. This is what Biden's America would look like. The left hates you, Jonathan, all caps for hates you. They want to keep you down and keep you silent because they are afraid of you and everything you stand for. We can't let them get away with this. It's important that every patriot comes together at a time like this to send a unified message that we will not stand for their radical actions any longer. With our help, we'll show the Democrats that we support our president 100%. And then it's a link um, to add your name to publicly stand with the president, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, they're asking for donations, as, as I'm sure part I, of this. It's just, it's just so close to the brink of civil war. And he's just riling people up and there's no fucking, there is no breaks. No, no. None of it. Man, this is so irresponsible and so not what a leader does when you have, right. when you're a leader and you see that you're, that the people that you are leading are in faction, your job is to bring those people together. Your job as a leader is not to right. side with one of the factions. Yeah. That's not leadership. Yeah. That is, I mean, yeah. for fuck's sake, that's just irresponsible. And to fan, I know we talked about to fan those flames so openly. This is and, and the, fascism. That's what this is, an authoritarian, ego-driven fascism. 100%. And I, and I got to say too, you know, throughout our history, we've had people take office that people hated. I hated George Bush. Yes. But he did not look, although I, I was going to say he didn't look at certain states and not care about him because, I mean, Katrina. But uh, he did, He uh, there's a huge difference between what he did and what and what uh, Trump does. At least there's a, there's a, uh, some bullshit coding on Bush where he's pretending that he's, you know, he, he doesn't come right out and say, I don't care about the blue states. Right. I want the blue states to die. The blue states are poorly run by bad governors who I hate and I want them to die. You know, like, like that's, yep. that's a dangerous place to live. I got a, we got a, a message. This is an image and it shows, <laughs> it shows how many people liked Donald Trump's uh, announcement that he had COVID and it was the most liked tweet <laughs> by far. By it's far. It's not even close, guys. It's not even close. It's not even close. It's so great. Got a message from William and William just became, he just found the podcast, just became a, a patron, says he really enjoys it. Thank you, William, for listening. We really do appreciate you joining in. Um, even if you found us late, it's never too late to become a patron, folks. That's all I'm saying. It's never too late. <laughs> Welcome, William. Got a message. Uh, this one is from Alex, and Alex oh, yes. sent in an image. Uh, this is actually an article of the Four Seasons Total Landscaping press conference in Lego. <laughs> it's so great. I literally cannot. I cannot this. It's so amazing. Oh. Got a bunch of messages about urban turkeys, things we had no idea. I guess they were all over the place. All over I'm the just world. I'm going to mention the places. I'm going to mention the places where we've got messages from. Minnesota is one of the places and New Jersey as well. We got, we got one from Illinois. 
We wound up getting one from Australia. We got one from Washington. <laughs> There's just turkeys <laughs> all over the place. Had no I idea. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, is one of those things I had no idea about. Yeah, I've seen turkeys in the woods. Sure, but now like I've never seen urban walking turkeys. down the street. I've never seen one in the street. No. I've never seen one near a street. No. Turkey in the I, street and a freak in the sheets or yeah. whatever. Like, I don't know. Turkey <laughs> in the sheets. Uh, we got a message from Sherry. Sherry sent us a long message telling her her struggle as she uh, left religion and she said that we helped along the way. Uh, it's so great. Um, it was a great message to yeah, receive, Sherry. Thank you so much. Thank you so yeah. much for sending it. Got a message. This is an image, and I don't even want to include it, but just look up, guys. Look up the Freedom 2020 hat. That is the ugliest fucking hat I've ever seen. Josh sent in an image of this. It's the ugliest Trump Pence fucking tote bag you've ever seen in your entire life. And I, I want to say, too, about this, there's also this great big... Um, like in all red, it says high sellout risk. And yeah, I love no. that because it makes it <laughs> sound like risk. you're a sellout. You're, not a sellout, that you're going bitch. to sell out of your product. Oh, so it's so good. fucking terrific. Like, so yeah, good. we knew that. <laughs> we had it on, we had it on cling uh, before you even said it, sir. No one is surprised. Got a message from Doug and Doug says he always has a hard time with our website, trying to figure out where the actual show notes are. Doug, on the show for this week, if you click on dissonancepod.com, there's a name. So the name of the show is the show on our front page of our website. If you click that name, the highlighted name, you will be taken to another page and that page will then have the show notes. I know it's a little confusing and I, I get it. It's not super user-friendly, but that was with the website designer. I did not make that website. I bought a template. <laughs> so that, that website, that's what he decided to do or she decided to do, whoever made the website template. Mm. So uh, if you just click on the name though of any of those, any of the previous episodes or the current episode, you can find uh, the show notes and all the stuff is normally linked in the show notes unless Ian messes up, which he does quite often. <clears throat> <laughs> we got a bunch of messages. Bunch, he doesn't listen to the I show. I love taking so a shot at Ian. That's great. Uh, we got a bunch of messages, Tom, this week. I guess the fireworks in the UK were not uh, people super proud or happy of Joe Biden. Instead, they were, uh, there was, a, it happened, just so happened that the day that they announced Joe Biden was also the uh, Guy Fox Day or whatever, Guy Fox Day. And that's the 5th of November. So uh, they were uh, launching the fireworks based on that. Probably not, certainly not uh, to celebrate our president. Um, and I don't, I don't know. Cause uh, I, I know I certainly wouldn't celebrate another person's president either. Well, I, I don't know, man. If there was, if, if there was like a fascist dictator in charge of the UK, you know, I will say this. If, if Putin died or something, I'd shoot some Fuck fireworks. Yeah. Um, got a message from Ben. And Ben says that one time when he was in college, he had to move and he couldn't, he had a queen size mattress in a box. He couldn't figure out a way to get it to his new place. So he just shoved it in the back seat of his Corolla and it was hanging out how? the back seat as he was driving down the road. I don't even know how that's possible. How the fuck do you stick a fucking queen size mattress in the back seat of a Corolla? <laughs> no idea. What? That's ridiculous. That's, I, I would love to take it. That would have been a thing. If you had a picture of that, you should have taken a picture of it. Cause I know I've done shit like that where I couldn't believe I was doing something. <laughs> and I took a picture of it. So if you have a photo, send it Man, to Man, I'll do that it. shit with like trying to reach something instead of going up to the garage and getting the ladder. And I'll be like, I could stack a chair on a box on another <laughs> chair. And that shit is like fucking wacky, waving, inflatable. I just, I'm like, like risking my uh, life. Yeah. So I'm like, 
Man, the I'm fucking ladder is all the way upstairs. I'm too lazy to be safe. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I will work harder to be lazy a lot. Got a message from Cameron, and Cameron said that Buffalo Trace is a great new whiskey yeah, to recommend to new whiskey drinkers. On our last week's stream, we were asked what a uh, what whiskey was a good whiskey to start people out on. And if you're missing the streams, you're missing fun conversations like that. And someone sent in a message and said, hey, how about Buffalo Trace? Tom and I thought Woodford Reserve was a good whiskey yep. to start out on. Um, but join our stream and you can you can comment on stuff like that. We, we live stream uh, normally every Thursday. Not this upcoming Thursday, though, because we're doing the Black Friday stream. Save, the, save Senate. the Senate. You're going to want to join 3 p.m. Central. Tom, we got a long message. Uh, started out about turkeys in New England, and then it got a, uh, basically told us that we were completely wrong about our forensics episode. Yeah, so this is Tony. Th Tony, this is by the this way, is Tony. Episode. Tony, uh, and Tony is a forensic scientist, and he's working at a place that, um, from as he describes it, uh, acknowledges the flaws in, in forensic science's history and is trying to correct for them. Man, that's great, but that's not everywhere, and yeah. and that and, and it's it's easy to find that that's not everywhere because I just Googled. A minute ago, is bite mark analysis still used? And you can find articles written very recently um, where bite mark analysis is still used in some yeah. parts of this country. Until everybody gets on the same page and stops using bad science, that shit's got to go. And the criticisms, yeah. I stand by those criticisms. I know you did, we didn't interview any forensic scientists, but see, when I read... 20 articles, watched multiple yeah. We researched the shit out of that. There are real yeah. existent problems with the field of science. In now, that isn't to say that there's not good actors. Maybe you're a good actor. Maybe you live in an area where the science is being done responsibly. But I'll tell you what, that's not everywhere. It yeah. does not take a lot of research to look and see that a lot of debunked bullshit is still being floated in court by people who are only too happy to take money to act as experts and to spout bullshit. So, sorry, man. We got an image, and this is image an image of a Donald Trump book uh, called Trump America First. It's written by a couple of douchebags. And the funny thing is, is that the person who uh, they they get quoted on the cover. Normally, you'll see little little teaser lines from people <laughs> who talk about books. It's so and great. It says a must read. Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, what the best part is, is that they can't find people to man offices in the United States government that aren't his family. And he can't find people who like a book about him. I know. His family. <laughs> my son it's thinks amazing. I did a great job. This is just the reverse of my mom likes my science oh, fair no project. Kidding. No kidding. Right. Fuck. Jesus. It's fucking hanging your dad's book on the refrigerator with a magnet. <laughs> it's ridiculous. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Be sure to tune in to the live stream to save the Senate. It's going to be 3 p.m. I know I'm bothering you about this, but I really, really want you to show it's up. Important. And I really, really want you to donate. Save your pennies. Donate to the Georgia election. Because those, if we don't get that, there's literally... it's it's. I'm genuinely... I mean this when I say you will not even get cabinet appointments that you want. You're going to have to have Republicans. You get you, everybody who's bitching about Kasich before. Guess what? Kasich is going to be it. Yeah. He's going to be your secretary of state because you're not going to have anybody else that they're going <laughs> to let in there unless you unless we flip this. So so save your pennies for the next week. If you have some money and you can donate to the Senate race, 
We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be donating. There's gonna be a link on this week's show notes. If you can't make the make the uh, the stream, you can donate ahead of time or donate after the fact. But if you can make the stream and you want to support uh, your favorite podcaster in the lineup, come join during their time. Join during, for the whole time and and donate during their time and uh, give them some bragging rights. It'll be fun. That's gonna wrap it up for this week. We're gonna leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.